0: Welcome to the Brian Neera Podcast. My name is Brian Neera and I am your host. Today I am going to be talking about a very, very juicy topic. Record deal versus independent artists. Now, years ago, you could not... Be An artist in the music industry without having a record deal because there were many gatekeepers before the advent of the internet, um, the advent of streaming DSPs um, uh, outside of iTunes. Uh, it was very hard to break through. It was very, very, very hard, near impossible to break through without the help of a record label to help fund you, to help place you, to help um, make sure that you're seen, period. But then, along, then came, um, along came social media, along came the internet, and along came avenues for artists who did not have a record deal to get their shine. And so we are currently living in a um, we're living in a space uh, in the music industry where, you know, you can be a very successful artist without having the backing of a record label. You can be very You can be very successful funding your own projects, promoting your own projects, marketing your own projects, putting your video, making your own music videos, putting them up on the internet because of platforms like YouTube to the point where like, we're honestly asking the question nowadays, honestly asking the question, do we actually need record labels? Do we actually need them now? I have friends who have record deals, obviously, you know, on, on this podcast, I have been an independent artist for the last 10 years and, um, it, it, it has its pros and cons. And from the friends who I've had conversations with, um, and even my own analysis of the music industry and like, whether, you you know, record deals and the way that they're being structured today, um, you know, I go back and forth on whether they're actually beneficial this day. Okay in this day and age. So today I just want to kind of go through, like, I want to analyze a little bit, not like do a super deep dive on that, but I kind of want to like briefly analyze like the pros and cons and then just kind of, you know, draw a few conclusions. And these are all my own opinions. If, if they're not your opinions, that is okay. Okay. So, you know, let's start with the record deal. Like what does a record deal look like nowadays? There's kind of, Three different deals that people are signing nowadays, okay? And so these different deals include uh, the 360 deal, which is a very prevalent deal. And the reason why it's a very prevalent deal, um, I'll explain what it is. Let me explain what it is first, and then I'll talk about why it's a prevalent deal. A deal so the 360 deal is an exclusive recording artist contract that entitles a record label to a percentage of the earnings a very large percentage sometimes 60 percent um, a very large um, uh, percent of all of the artists revenue streams so rather than just the recorded music sales you know which doesn't make sense because it's a record contract, but they start um, dipping into revenue streams that include publishing royalties, live concert revenue, so when you tour, they get a percentage of that, merchandise sales, endorsement deals, book and movie deals, ringtones, and more. So that's a 360 deal. A lot of people will actually call this a death deal because it is essentially making the artist an employee of the record company who gets a very small percentage of what's brought back. Now, some people will say, well, I'd rather have a small, a small piece of a big pie than a whole pie that's small. And that is, hey, I hear you. More power to you in that area, okay? And the reason why this deal became a prevalent deal in the music industry is because the revenue streams of the music industry have changed significantly over the last two to three decades. It used to be that um, record companies used to make a lot of money off of the master recordings because the master recordings would go out to radio, radio would do well, everybody listened to the radio, but now we have streaming and streaming doesn't pay nearly as much. And then we physical sales of CDs was huge two to three decades ago. Now you very, 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 very rarely see artists printing CDs. Why? Because people don't buy them anymore. People don't even have CD players in their cars anymore. People don't have CD players on their, on their laptops anymore, right? So they've kind of become obsolete. Those were two very significant income, sh- income streams for the record labels. So now the record labels have to supplement the co- their investments. So what they're saying now is that we're going to do a 360 deal where I don't just get the, the music money. I get the touring money, I get the publishing money, and I get book and movie deal money. Okay. So that's a 360 deal. The next kind of recording deal is a distribution deal. Distribution deals uh, allow the owner of the recording, so the artist, so essentially the artist puts up the money to record the puts up the money to record the um to record the song, right? The track, the record, the album, whatever it is. And they retain their copyrights but get access to the knowledge, the systems and the reach of a distributor. Okay? So the owner uh, the owner of the tracks, the artist provides the finished tracks and the distributor manages the process of getting them to retail and to digital streaming platforms. I actually think that this is a great model. I think distribution deals are phenomenal. People like Macklemore have had distribution deals. Um, I think Chance the Rapper has had a, distrib- a distribution deal. I'm not quite sure. Don't quote me on that. Um, but this is actually not a bad deal at all. Okay. And then the next one is the single song deal. This is what quite a few people, especially if people blow up on TikTok, they have a song that blows up, they'll sign a single song deal with a um with a, a record label where um it's essentially an agreement, a contract used by an independent record company to enter into a contractual agreement with an individual, group or band for uh, for one song, to record one song or for a song that presently exists to release for public sale or use. Okay. So those are the three different deals that you see oftentimes in, um, in, in record deal land. Okay. And so what are the pros, what are the pros of a, um, uh, let me do this. Instead of going to the pros, I'll come back to the pros after I kind of explain like what being an independent artist looks like. Okay. <laughs> so being in, it's pretty self-explanatory what an independent artist is. <laughs> it's uh, paying for your own records, promoting your own records, building your own audience, paying for your own content creation. Essentially, you're the boss of everything. Okay. And you have a team of people who you, who you assemble together to ultimately help you uh, do what a record label will do for you. Okay? That's pretty simple, right? That's what an independent artist is. That's what my life has looked like as an artist. It's looked like assembling my own teams, creating my own content. We do a lot of our stuff in 2020 we started doing a lot of our stuff in-house. So, you know, where uh, my brother would film, my sister would light, um I would do editing, my sister would do editing. Um before that, I had videographers and other people who are on my roster who would help me do stuff. I have I I I procure on my own um Producers and, um, and I pay for them myself. Ultimately, we'll set up agreements between the producers. Um. To be able to, you know, make the records happen. We have different deals that we'll do with different producers. Um, and so that's the, that's the life of an independent artist. You run the ship, you know, you, you don't rely on a label to do that stuff for you. You do it all yourself. And by, you know, by the grace of God, the industry lately has lent itself to the independent artists. Also, you have a distributor. So I use, uh, TuneCore as my distributor. They've been amazing for me over the last 10 years. They really helped me out a lot. Um, but there's other other um, digital service um, distributors, uh, such as DistroKid and CD Baby. I'm sure there's a few more. Um, but those are the main ones that we have. Okay, so now let me get back into, like, the pros and cons. So I think if we're looking at a record deal, um, the pros of a record deal, you know, based upon everything that I've, um, you know, you know, researched and even the conversations that I've had with some friends who have record deals who do very well is that, you know, the the beauty of it is that you have the weight of a professional team behind you so you have the weight of a marketing team you have the weight of a of a content creation team you have the weight uh, the weight of an executive team you have the weight of um you have the weight of 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 a of a office full of people who are um who are helping you get your job done right so what what essentially what you're able to do is as a, as a signed artist is you're able to focus on the music, which is actually a very big blessing. And so sometimes it's worth it to sign a record deal. It's like you if you don't want to do all of the hard things like that come with being an artist, and you'd rather have a team of people. Uh, ultimately, as an independent artist, you create independent artist. You create a team, but if you don't want to uh, do that stuff. You know, a record label is a very good option for you, okay? Um, Another pro is they're advocating for you and have relationships to allow you to grow at a faster rate. That's just the truth. That's just the truth, okay? Okay? Uh, the next uh, pro about a record deal is exposure opportunities are often more readily, uh, readily available to you. because and, and it's based upon a lot of those relationships that they have. They have relationships with, indep- with, you know, playlist editors at Spotify, at Apple Music, and all these different things. But it's not impossible as an independent artist to, to gain those things, okay? So what are the pros of being an independent artist? Number one, you get to be the captain of the ship. And you get to drive your own creative vision. Is which is very, very, very important, in my opinion. The second thing is this. Is like You own your stuff. You get to go through the process of building an audience that truly loves your art and hasn't been bought. It's just the truth. You know? As an independent artist, the audience is the judge, the jury, and the executor. If they don't like what the, your stuff, they just won't listen to it. You know? And that's hard. That's hard to realize sometimes. You know? There's been stuff that I've loved that people didn't really like that much. And that's Okay? that is okay okay the next thing is you get to decide when you want to release something it's not something that you get as an independent artist unless you as a signed artist unless you build yourself up to that place and the last thing is this it's so fulfilling when people begin to respond when you are creating simply because it uh, simply because it's really great art and hasn't been shoved in their faces through marketing schemes okay now let me go through real quick uh, as i end this podcast about Um, record deals versus independent artistry the cons of having a record deal you are limited in the ownership of your creative vision that's just the fact of the matter is they want what generates income because it is a business and they are businessmen and women okay the next thing is this you're uh, the next con of having a record deal is this you're bound to the time of a company rather than to your own the next thing is you're often giving up the rights to be able to own your masters, your publishing, etc. You know, and we've all seen the story of Taylor Swift and her battle to get her masters back to the point where she was just like, all right, fine. I'm just going to rerecord and re-release all of these things so I can get the masters back. Right. Her masters were actually sold to like her arch enemy, Scooter Braun. <laughs> so that can happen. As an independent artist, you don't own your stuff. It can be sold to anybody. And the last con that I've identified is whenever they are done with you or decide you're no longer beneficial to them, you will be dropped. You will be dropped because you are a business entity to them. And when, whenever you as a business entity are no longer beneficial to them, then they have no use for you anymore. And that's hard to hear, but it's the truth. All right, the cons of being an independent artist is honest. It's hard. It's really, really, really hard. The journey is not easy. The work that you have to put in is not easy. The sleepless nights is not easy. Having to procure your own content, having to pay for it all, having to put everything together, not having the benefit of someone just telling you who's coming to do this for you, it's hard. It's really, really, really hard. Okay? The second con is this, oftentimes finances will be limited, so you got to get created in how you, creative with how you accomplish projects, you know what I'm saying? The next thing is this, you have to be the one to build relationships with people who can advance your career. That's just something that you have to do, and it's not always easy to do that. And the last thing is this, you have to wear many hats, okay? You have to be the person to... You have to be the person to make sure that your business finances are straight, that your taxes and stuff are straight, so you're not having to pay thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in taxes when you don't really have that money because you just been spending all your money, right? You got to make sure you're, you're, you're keeping track of all your write-ups and all those other things that uh, 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 or write-offs, excuse me. All of all those other things, you got to make sure that you're, you're staying on top of social media. You got to make sure you're staying on top of um, all of the production, all of those things. It is not easy at all. Okay, so I personally have loved being an independent artist. I have a great team who surrounds me. I think that being an independent artist in this current climate and atmosphere is the way to go. It takes longer. It's going to take longer to build. But I promise you, when people start responding and when your business avenues and streams start flowing, it's a good life. It's a real good life. So you make your own decision on that, you know, record record deal or independent artistry. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to this episode of the Brian Neera podcast. Make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you like to listen or watch on.